He was another mistake so many entrepreneurs make, including U.S. investors. They don't start with enough capitalization. Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. We have Jason Chess here with me today, and I'm going to make sure to have the following link in the show notes. So head over to reimarketingsuccess.com because this Tuesday, Jason is going to have his REI Marketing Success Summit, and you can't beat the price, and I'm not even going to do a spoiler alert on that. So you go over there and check that out, reimarketingsuccess.com. And uh, really appreciate your time here today, Jason. We're going to get into some marketing and, and real estate investing and all of the above. So thanks for your time. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Didn't you? I, <laughs> I was going to use an old network marketing thing. Like, I thought this was the Amway meeting. No. Um, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, marketing today. I've been an entrepreneur for 40 some years. My whole background has been in marketing. I used to have a, a, a an agency, a digital agency. Uh, and uh, so I know a thing or two. I used to have a podcast uh, seven, eight years ago. It's called Entrepreneur Marketing Mania. And I interviewed some of the top online marketers across the world there. So I've learned a, a thing or two, but I'm here. It's all about you guys listening in and tuning in. I'm here to provide great value and we'll uh, go through as much marketing stuff as we can for real estate. And thank you, Jack, for having me on today. I wake up every morning and I just say, show me how to serve. And I'm here to serve everybody. This no, I, I appreciate this, especially for the amount of experience you've had in real estate investing and marketing. We don't, frankly, run into a lot of marketers that specialize in real estate investing. So can you talk a little bit about how you found your way into this niche? <laughs> um, I was uh, back in my college days. Um, I was getting a degree in psychology because I thought I was going to be a therapist. I had this one guy change my life. I said, I should go talk to some therapists and talk to some psychiatrists and psychologists to see what their life is like, the hours they work, the stress involved, et cetera, et cetera. This guy changed my life because I said, I thought I was going to be a therapist. He looked me straight in the eye and he goes, Jason, I get paid, have people dump their shit on me all day long. And all of a sudden the bell started going up. I was going, hmm, maybe I don't want to do this. So I did a research and I, I, I still got that degree in psychology and it's been very, very helpful over the years in business. But I kind of switched and started taking a bunch of business and marketing classes in college. And then from then on, I started my first business when I was 25 in L.A. I haven't looked back. I've been self-employed for all these years, and it's been a, a wonderful journey. And, of course, the only way to be successful with any entrepreneurial effort is to be a great marketer. Because you can know, for example, in the, the E-Myth by um, Michael Gerber, he talks about one of the biggest issues of why people fail in their business is because they are technicians. They might be a, a jewelry person or a, a person who has an opening a bike store. They know everything about bikes. They don't know about business. And most importantly, they don't know how to market their business and they go out of business. So that's one of the biggest failure rates in, I call the MEM formula. There are three reasons why most real estate investors go out of business and last maybe a year, year and a half or so and maybe lose some money, is because MEM, they don't have the money, they don't know how to find the money, 
The E is for education. They don't get enough education, so they, you know, so much liability in real estate investing. They lose a lot of money, and lawsuits are very expensive. I've never been sued. And the last M is marketing. Yeah, the old adage in for real estate is location, location, location. My attitude is all about marketing, marketing, marketing. You know, a lot of people that listen to this show, it's almost like an 80-20 rule. You know, a lot of majority of people are getting into real estate investing for that first time. And anytime they're trying to get into something new, they're going to be watching every penny they spend. When it comes to real estate investing, what are some of those things that are like low-hanging fruits where they could start marketing themselves that cost little to no money? First of all, everybody, here's another mistake so many entrepreneurs make including real estate investors. They don't start it with enough capitalization. And they think, oh, they've, they've heard about all these no money down programs and things like that. And it is true if you know what you're doing, that's the education part. But unfortunately, most people don't know, don't have enough education in real estate investing and they and, and they kind of blow it there. So, uh, um, you know, that's my first, my first suggestion is to get some knowledge, do the podcast. Hopefully I can provide lots of value for today. To skip the speed bumps that all of us people who have been in the business a long time have done and, and get your education, know where to uh, uh, you know, find private money and use hard money lenders, and most importantly, marketing. Hopefully, we're going to be talking a fair amount about marketing. The whole summit that starts the 18th, 19th, and 20th is free, everybody's favorite word. It's all about marketing for real estate investors. Well, where do you think that they should be better focused then, or where should they consider starting? Let's say they do set aside some money to do some some sort of marketing. Is that still the I, the old tried and true direct mail? Is it bandit signs? Is it online marketing? Is it a website? Like what? What do you would you recommend they they focus on at first? Yes, yes, all of the above. Um, when, <laughs> <laughs> it depends, right? I get that answer a lot. It depends. Well, it depends. It depends on how much money you have. Most real estate investors, they don't like their job. They don't like their boss. They don't they don't, they don't have enough money saved for a decent retirement. Going, I've got to do something else um, because I, I hear I can make like $25,000, $50,000 or so per flip. And they you know, all these flipping shows on TV and stuff like that. They're going, I can do that. I'm going to be rich and laying on the beach. Yes, I do live at the beach in San Diego whole nother story. So real estate's been good for me. So I would say number one, because there's two things that two main reasons that people, and I don't like using the word fail, not succeed, not meet their expectations in real estate investing is number one, they haven't got the capital. That's the money factor for their own business. So my suggestion is if there are people that are highly motivated that can do this and do it well and make a fair amount of money, because they're just go-getters. And uh, but getting back to your question, where do I go? When I first started, I, I used bandit signs. And I had lots of calls and did some uh, did some pretty good deals with bandit signs. Very inexpensive. You can buy an average bandit sign um, for you know, including shipping and the stakes and everything else and then the custom printing for maybe four or five bucks uh, uh, and maybe as low as $253. I haven't been there for a while. Um, but it's a relatively inexpensive way to go. One of the courses I have is how to use real estate agents as your number one bird dog. They're free when you connect with them and tell them who you are and what you're doing, what you want them to help you with. In other words, feed you deals before they hit the MLS. 
Um, when you build up a, a plethora of real estate agents in your areas of expertise or wherever you want to work locally first for a lot of people, which you can do it all across the country these days, is uh, a focus on working with realtors uh, in your geographic area that you want to do real estate investing in. Because once again, they're free. Usually they're, go to the qualified ones. <laughs> the ones have been doing it a few years and do a fair amount of transactions. The listing agents, there are two types of agents. There are buyer's agents and there are listing agents. Listing agent is somebody who represents the seller. Buyer's agents obviously represent the buyers. Um, go to, uh, you can just go online and find out who, what agents are doing the, the most listing, representing sellers in your geographic area. Connect with them and uh, let them know there's a high probability if this works for you to do a double end on it. So they're going to represent the seller and you on the deal. And if they, if you start building up this this nice network, this can be put into your CRM. Um, we'll talk about websites and CRMs. Um, if you do that, also you've got 5, 10, 15, 20, and all of a sudden you're working with all the top agents in your area and you're buying every one of theirs that makes sense from a numbers perspective. Great way to go because it's free. It takes some time to set, uh, to set up and meet them for coffee and online and emails and everything else like that. But most investors don't, I'd say 75, 80% of most real estate investors try to do it on a wing and a prayer. And they haven't really capitalized themselves because they've never been a business owner before. You think, oh, I need marketing money? I never thought about that. They don't do a business plan, especially a marketing plan in their business plan. Uh, um, so yeah, I would start with realtors first. Fantasides is another good choice. So let's say you do pre- pursue that route. They, you go to the realtor. What type of stuff should you have available and and lined up to make sure that the realtor understands that you are serious? You're you're an actual investor that has the backing and and know how to get things done. So so they start bringing you these type of opportunities. That's where the education comes into play. You can't talk to a realtor. Hey, I just got my license. There's no licenses in real estate investing. I just got my license to be a real estate investor because I watch, you know, HGTV, and uh, I'm ready to go. If they're if they're, if they're big dogs in and doing a lot of listings in your geographic area, they're going to ask you some very astute questions like how long have been doing it, um, um, you know, how many transactions have you done? Are you doing cash offers? Are you doing loan offers with hard money, whatever? They're, they they're top dogs in the area because they know what they're doing. So when you think, oh my God, I'm a, I'm a new investor, you just have to have this certain je ne sais quoi, this certain poise, this certain character, this certain charisma that um, that makes it work. You just have you have to sound, you used to say, still says it too often, you know, oh, wing it. Um, in the beginning, as a real estate investor, you got to wing it. So uh, um, just, I said, the education, M-E-M, education, read the books, go to podcasts, um, and, and get some basic education on real estate investing before you go out there and make four and stuff and get sued. <laughs> you know, th- this strategy has worked actually really well for us. I mean, we've, yeah. we we have a lot of real estate investors in our network, or in I should say realtors in our network, and they know if they bring us an opportunity, we will list it back through them. Like we typically flip the house or, or what have you, and it's just not in the proper condition for them to sell it, and they just need some help. So in those relationships, it's it's great. And once you get that traction, it really does pay off. They they are your number one bird dog, uh, and that simply means they're your, mark, your number one marketing source. Um, 
So I'm just finishing up a, a, um, a digital product all about how to use real estate agents as your number one marketing source. It's not out yet, but it will be shortly, but that's a whole other story. It works. It takes no time to set up, build those relationships, you know, using a good CRM and stay in touch with them, take them out for coffee. You close the deal, take them out for dinner. Make it a nice dinner. Don't be cheap. Everything that you're doing has to be top quality, including your website. And you shouldn't be doing any real estate investing. I said it should be. It'll be much more helpful to you because your core foundational hub to your wheel, and all these folks coming out is all your marketing. The hub itself is your website. There are lots of people, matter of fact, on the summit. Uh, once again, October 18th, 19th, to 20th, REIMarketingSuccess.com. It's free. We, I have a couple of people that talk about building the right website, design of it, the content of it, how to do it right, how to do it wrong. And the worst way to do it is not doing it. So my first suggestion is, you know, have a website done. And there's some relatively inexpensive sites you can do. My attitude is, once again, if you can do it right, work with a professional that has worked with other real estate investors before. Go online. See what other real estate investors are doing in your area. I live in San Diego. Put the keywords in um, San Diego real estate investor. See who pops up. Look at their websites and do that for you know, 10, 20, 30 people all across the country. And you're going to find you determine pretty well. Take notes about that. What do you like in the design and the content? What do you think is tacky? Because there's a lot of tacky um, real estate investors websites out there. Do your research. It's not difficult. But your core foundational hub to your wheel before all this marketing comes in to the wheel, to the hub, is your website. You know, you, this goes back to what you said, just establishing that proper budget for some of this stuff and, and having that runway. What are some of those things that you found that, you know, you said tacky websites, for example, what are some of the biggest mistakes you've seen when it comes to websites, for example? A lot of it is design. Um, I, and I relate it with the analogy back to like dating. When you first see somebody that you think, oh, my God, they're hot. Um, that's the design part. Your website has to be attractive. It has to be clean. can't be cluttered. You have to have a reasonable amount of pictures because most people, most humans are visual. I'm a very strong visual. If I don't see it, it goes in one ear and out the other. So um, um, because of that mindset that we are mainly visual creatures, make sure that and once again, when you're doing your research on other people, make notes. I like this colors. Determine what your brand colors are. Mine are gold and blue because of the beach. It's, it's sunshine and sand and blue ocean and blue skies. So... Um, but we live in an environment where there's so much on the internet by just Googling the right keywords, like branding colors, the font that you use, how much content, how much white space to have. Sometimes you go to a website and it's just all word, 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 just lots of copy and no pictures. There's no white space. There's no, there's no, it doesn't give the mind a break. And uh, so it's all these design aspects that um, make sure it loads quickly. I was just on a, a major corporation site uh, an hour ago before we started here, Jack. And I was going, oh, my God, they started downloading some content. I was going, do, 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 do. Like it took five, seven seconds to download the uh, the, the website. That's going, heck are they doing? They need a new web designer. So it's things like that that you need to look for. Once you do your research and start looking at 10, 20, 30 different real estate investor websites, then you you get this guts instinct about what what do you like 
what do you not like? Take those notes and then use that when you hopefully work with a web designer. You can go to upworks.com and um, uh, find uh, all, all across the world web designers. And some of them are very affordable because they live in countries where, you know, they don't make a lot of money. So, um, um, and then there are people here in the United States that, you know, a good web designer is going to charge you two, five, ten thousand dollars to do it. And a lot of real estate investors are going, oh my God, Jason, I don't have that kind of money. Well, but there are ways to go, other sources to go. It's at upwork.com. I think it's singular, it's upwork or works, I don't remember. And uh, so you'll be able to um, go. It's like going to Fiverr. You probably know of Fiverr. Mm-hmm. And um, there's there's sources you can go to. You find very good workers that do great websites and uh, make sure that they have done websites for real estate investors and that you get examples of what they've done. Proof is in the pudding, as my dear father used to say. Yeah. One of the things that I think is interesting is that people almost seem to expect like they put up a website and they think that it's just going to start driving traffic. You know, it's, it's, it's as if they think we're on the interstate and there's the billboard. Everybody sees the billboard there. Everybody's going to see their website. Now they got to start driving traffic to their website. What, what are some of the strategies there? I got to tell you a quick story. When I first got real estate, once again, back in 1991, 3000 years ago, dinosaurs were still uh, roaming the earth. And um, this is was, was the mid to later 90s that emails and websites started becoming really popular in the real estate community, community and, you know, entrepreneurial world. That this, uh, I was talking to this one woman that I worked with and the company I worked with at the time. And she goes, ah, Jason, I got a new website done. It's out there. It's beautiful. And I looked at it. I was going, great. It's like an electronic brochure. So you have that out there. But how are you getting people to see your website? And she goes, I mean, doesn't that just happen? Like naturally, I was going. It was it was such a new environment back then. So I said, no, you got to drive traffic through this source and that source. So uh, yeah, I said the spokes of the wheel. Those are all your different marketing aspects. In the book I've got coming out, uh, can I do a quick plug real quick? Oh, absolutely, go for it. Well, your permission. I have this coming out at the end of the year. Make sure it's in the Millionaire Marketing Whisper: Stealth Strategies for Real Estate Investors by Moi. And this whole book is about marketing. I looked online with uh, Amazon and Google to find other books out there on, for just real estate investors. There's kind of crickets. like So that's why I said my background is marketing. So that's why I finishing up writing. That comes out the end of this year. So and once again, if you go to the summit, um, 18th, 19th, 20th, we talk about that. The whole summit is about different marketing aspects on how to make you whether you're a new real estate investor or an experienced real estate investor, how do you find more um, motivated sellers to do the flips, to do the wholesales, uh, to do the subject twos, to do building your long-term long-term portfolio uh, rentals? Um, we're going to cover A to Z in the book, so make note of that. Uh, one of the things that I'm curious about uh, your opinion on is direct mail. Sure. You know, a lot of markets are frankly flooded with direct mail. Right. And it just becomes junk mail. Have you found any strategies or tactics to kind of help you stand out from the crowd? And you know the name Dan Kennedy? I'm familiar with the name. Okay. Yeah. Dan Kennedy is one of the top copywriters in America. He gets paid tens of thousands of dollars, sometimes as much as a million dollars or more, to do write some copy for major corporations. Because his copy is so profound that it just drives people to where they're supposed to go and hit the buy button. Um, Dan talks about, you know, all, all different types of marketing, especially he's a direct mail expert. And uh, um, 
yes, direct mail does work. It's kind of expensive. And because of that, a lot of people who don't have a lot of money don't use direct mail. Um, I've made a fortune with direct mail, both in my real estate brokerage business back when I'm still a licensed agent here in California, uh, and also for real estate investors. Um, the problem is people don't have a budget. When you have a geographic area, let's say you're target marketing through the AI processes, go to getprivy.com. Great. One of the people that I interviewed is the um, head of uh, business development, Benson Juarez. He's coming on the summit. Um, Carrot, I interviewed uh, Trevor Mock, who's the CEO and developer of Carrot.com. There's two. Yep. Trevor's been on on this show, too. I see if Trevor gets around, he's an absolute giggle. He's very bright. All the people I have on are what I call big brains and big hearts. That's the kind of people I work with. So they are all here to serve, like hopefully I am for your audience. So uh, they're using those things to cherry pick the addresses they're they're going to be sent to. Is it an absent uh, absentee owner? Uh, is it uh, owners with the houses are paid off? All the different categories from AI that you can go to. Is it is it divorced people? Is it pre foreclosure people? You know, there's so much scraping of information from the big data. Um, companies is you can you know especially when doing stacking of AI uh, uh, target marketing you can find out let's say there might be a thousand houses in one particular neighborhood and you can break it down to like maybe ten to fifteen the most prob- most probable to sell their house in the coming six months AI is that focused these days and you start sending email I mean not emails but you know direct mail to them then and you have to do it here's the big word with direct mail. It's the C word, consistency. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going, oh, I send out a postcard, everybody. Crickets. The average person has to see you and your postcards or your letters seven to nine times before they're going, oh, Chase and Chess. He's the local expert for buying houses for cash and real estate investing. If I ever sold my house, I should talk to him first before I talk to a realtor because I I might want to sell it to an investor instead of a you know the public and wait months and months mm-hmm. and months. So um, yes, the answer is yes. Direct mail works. It can be expensive, but if you do it right, the ROI, the return on your investment, can be huge. Yep, I can I can attest to that. I mean, when it comes to any kind of marketing for us, I think what people kind of miss is the fact that yes, let's say you you end up spending a grand on direct mail, depending on whatever market or whatever you're trying to target uh, that would you spend a thousand dollars to get 10,000 back? That's Most people I, would, most well, people would, but they won't think of the 10,000. They're just thinking of the thousand they have to spend now. What's my budget. And when you do a marketing plan before, and we're going to be talking about that on the summit also, um, when you do a marketing, most, when I go to conferences for speaking engagements and I meet other investors, they come to my Jason, can I pick your brain? Um, they, I asked people a couple of questions. I said, number one is, what is your why? And your why is why you're, go- you're going to be doing this investing. And are you absolutely dedicated to working all the hours and spending the education time and everything you have to do to maybe do work your 40-hour week plus another 40, 50 or so hours building your real estate business? What, how, how powerful is your why? It might be your kids. It might be a vacation you want to do. It might be a house you want to build. Your why has to be powerful or your probability of success is not going to be that successful. So um, you know your why first. So um, with it, getting back to the direct marketing thing, you got to have some money to do direct marketing. There are other ways to do marketing, social media, a lot of stuff online, 
things like that that are low cost or no cost. They're just you're, you're going to have cost of one way. It's either time cost or money cost. In the beginning, for too many investors, it's money cost because they haven't got. Uh, 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 I'm sorry, it's time investment, not money investment, because they haven't got the money, so they got to do it with labor time. So uh, it's a it's a demanding, like any business, it's a demanding business uh, uh, endeavor that you have to know your why to be able to get up at four o'clock in the morning and do what you need to do before you go to your nine to five job. So your REI Marketing Success Summit is going to be bringing quite a few of these, as you call them, big brains in one location for everybody. At one, at a certain point, though, you know, it's great that we as entrepreneurs are learning all of this stuff to a certain level of detail. But in the end, I'm looking to spend my time and money and efforts on finding my next property and my next opportunity. What type of questions should we be asking ourselves when we are trying to make the decision of what we need to hand off to somebody else with that level of expertise when, when it comes to marketing? Um, <laughs> once again, it depends. <laughs> uh, background, which most people don't, then you have to go to experts that are in marketing to um, to find that out because you, you might have to spend a little bit to save yourself a lot of time and a lot of money because if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to have problems and maybe not make it in the investing field. So uh, my attitude is I love one of my favorite words is delegation. Um, there are definitely have a part time VA that you can usually find all around the world. They charge you three, five, seven dollars around the world. In the United States, a good VA is going to be anywhere from twenty, twenty-five dollars an hour. Um, but and you have to spend time training them too. But um, delegate as much as you can because you have one job in your business, and that's negotiating with motivated sellers, getting them under contract and closing on it. That's your main job. All the marketing that you do uh, brings. The those people to you as a you know uh, an early uh, entrepreneur and early real estate investor if that is you it, it's 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 a it's a complicated business and that's why I just say you have to have the education spend a month intensely studying you know podcasts like this and uh, Jack you've got all kinds you got like four hundred episodes right mm-hmm. right there's a great source to go to um, read the books I have a I have a whole library of just real estate investing books. I must have read probably a hundred. I'm a reader. I don't own, I personally choose not to own a television and every evening when I'm not working. Um, I, I read. I read sometimes two to five hours a night. And I use, I'm also a speed reader. So I can go through maybe one, sometimes two books in an evening. So um, uh, you, you, you've got to get that education first. Because if you, um, the education is going to teach you how to find especially when the book comes out. It's going to be all the marketing um, um, A to Z, and you just choose. But one of the chapters is all about your marketing plan. Most uh, investors don't have a marketing plan. I mean, people come to us and, you know, uh, what is your why? And number two is, do you have a CRM? Do you have a website? And do you have a written marketing plan? I usually get crickets. And so you have to have that marketing plan. And the, and the book, when it comes out, I said, there's a whole chapter on how to do uh, a marketing plan for real estate. No, this has been great, Jason. Um, and, uh, you know, I have to admit, I tried to take a speed reading course too, but I quit when it took too long. So with all of that, I, I wanted to make sure that we covered everything, especially regarding your REI Marketing Summit. Um, 
And again, you can go to reimarketingsuccess.com. Is there anything in particular you want to call out? It sounds like you have some pretty great guests. Like I said, I do know uh, Trevor from Carrot and, and a few of the other people that are going to be joining you. But is there anything else you'd want to call out here right now regarding what's going to happen? No, just, you know, I said too many people fail because of lack of marketing. If you haven't got a pipeline um, coming into your CRM, when you CRM, when you wake up every morning, you go to your CRM, so I'm chasing, you had four new leads come in while you were sleeping. That's your marketing working while you're sleeping. And all you can do is call those back and find out their motivation, ask them the right questions, make an appointment to go see the house or see it you know, virtually because a lot of people are doing investing all over the country these days. Um, but you know, when you have that pipeline, your number one goal is to create a pipeline of leads coming to you. So the first thing you see every morning are those new leads. When you incorporate this, uh, this plan, this written plan for your marketing, then uh, that's going to happen. If you don't have people in your pipeline that are leads, you're out of business. Mm -hmm. No, really appreciate it. Well, Jason, I do have some rapid fire questions for you as we close this one out. All right. Hit me. Hit me with okay. Don't ask me. You've, the you've, you've seen the late night programs promising the world getting into real estate investing. What is a real estate investing myth you'd like to bust here today? Um, oh, my God. Real estate investing. You're going to be rich. You're going to live at the beach. And, and life is going to be simple because it's such a fun bit. You just buy a house, you fix it up, and you flip it, you make a bunch of money. So um, that's, my, that's my answer to that myth. You know, it, I, it's, it's great to watch those HGTV shows, and they're, they're fixing up a house in 30 minutes or less. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen people come into a, a, a meetup or what have you. They, saw, they think they can do it based on something like that. And... Uh, sadly, I've I've bought a number of houses where they bought it to flip and and they were in over their heads. Happens every day. It's great. You know, you talk about Pareto's eighty twenty rule. Um, I my attitude both in real estate as agents and real estate investors is more like a ninety ten rule. Um, there are lots of people every day. Somebody's coming, going. I'm going to be a real estate investor, and because they see these TV shows, make it look so easy. Real estate investing, like many businesses. It's highly complicated, high liability, um, lots of lawsuits. And I'm not trying to scare everybody, anybody. I'm just saying you have to know what the heck you're talking about. you got to spend some time getting general information. Um, I said I've got a, a bookshelf full of books. I probably read over 100 books on just real estate investing. And that's where I come with, uh, you know, along with the podcast that I had seven or so years ago, that um, it's, it's, it all comes down to marketing, marketing, marketing. You can have your head up your, and if you have pipeline filled every morning, you can partner with other people and have them kind of mentor you and teach you and take you through the paces because you've got the pipeline and they've got the expertise. Right. So what book would you recommend or what are you reading right now? It sounds like you go through quite a few. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I have two here. The first book that I recommend that everybody should read for a, um, I spent most of my um, career with Remax, and I switched over to Keller Williams for a couple of years. And Dave, Gary Keller, who is uh, centered here, um, this is like a required reading because it takes you from A to Z about how to be a real estate investor. Yeah, the millionaire real estate investor. I can't recommend that one enough. That's an awesome book. Right. It's, just, it's all the basics. So if you read just that one, you're going to be ahead of a lot of the game of people watching TV shows going, I want to be a real estate investor. And then the one I'm reading right now, 
I'm I'm here today, and thank you again, Jack, for inviting me to um, provide value. If you come off this podcast going, you know, this guy, well, he, number one, he sounds like what he's talking about. He's been doing this a long time. He's had a lot of success. But the book I'm reading right now, I love customer service, and I'm amazed on how poor so many customer service programs are if they have one at all. And if you're going to be a real estate investor, you have your own business. This is not a hobby. You should be incorporated. We have one of the um, uh, speakers, Tommy Thornburg, who heads um, uh, Prime uh, Corporate Services, I think it's called, talking about entities and taxation, stuff like that. You have to know how to structure your your entity, your business from the beginning. The book I'm reading right now is The New Gold Standard by Joseph Michelli. And this is all about customer service that the Ritz Carlton goes by. And it's a fascinating book. If you, I've been fortunate to do a fair amount of traveling. I try to say the Ritz Carlton whenever I can. They're amazing with their customer service. The training program they put every staff through, whether it's a maid or a manager, um, they go through an incredible training to be, you know, it's all about how can we serve you today? And that's always been my attitude. I, I wake up each morning and I say, show me how to serve today. So uh, that's what I'm going to do is provide as much value as I can for the time that you're investing. And thank you for investing the time with us today. Yeah. What is the biggest real estate investing or business mistake you've made? And what did you learn from it? I've been fortunate because I had several years of real estate agenting. So I knew a lot about real estate. Um, when I got into investing aspect of it, uh, I had to learn some new contracts because as a licensed agent, you have to use the, the state's contract. So that was kind of easy for me. Um, one of the first things I did is when you're a lot of people screw up because they don't estimate their cost of repairs when they're doing a flip um, accurately. So you can buy it for this. and Here's all your holding costs and, and then your, your hard money costs, et cetera, et cetera. But you have to be, you've got to be a number cruncher down to a penny, or you can lose a lot of money in investing. So the first thing I did, because it was some, one of my coaches that trained me, um, I went to Home Depot and Lowe's with a notepad, and I started writing down toilet. They go from, you know, these days, $125 to several hundred dollars. And you have to make sure the product that you're putting in there, you can't go into a high-end home and put a cheap toilet in. People won't buy it out because it's got to be the core of the high-end product. So I went through up and down the aisles, and I did this for two or three days, taking notes on all the basic things, the numbers that you have to know to um, when you're doing your estimate estimates on your repair and doing your scope of work. And then we go into all the different lingo that for the newer people might go, like, what the hell is a scope of work? Um, so once again, being accurate with your numbers. So I'd say go to Lowe's, go to Home Depot, go up and down the aisles, make note of um, what it's going to cost. So when you do your repair list and give that to your contractor and say, this is, a, especially if you're going to include SKU numbers on exactly what you want in that pro- in that new the property that you're flipping. Um, if your numbers are on, you're much more likely to have success versus the people just kind of wing it. You can't wing it. And so in the beginning, you know, I winged, get back to your question, I winged it a few times and I, I didn't make as much money as I could have um, because my numbers were off a little bit. That's why I learned why the repair list is highly important. Yeah. No, we've gotten to the point too, where we even have run books now. So our contractors know when we send them in to do the carpeting or we send them in for, to take care of the painting or whatever, they already know in advance what colors we want, what flooring we want, what, 
you know, it's just be, it just becomes a routine and it really makes things a lot easier. And that's why real estate investing is complicated. You can make the mistakes because if you haven't done that research and you work with a contract and the contract put, puts what they want and they're going, well, I think we should use this, da, 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 da. That might be totally wrong for the location or the price range of the property that you're flipping. So you have to know your numbers regards to the product that you're putting in your housing. Right. Well, time for a little fun. What movie is your favorite? I know you don't own a TV, but you must go to the movie theater on occasion. Well, I, I occasionally will watch a movie on my home uh, uh, on my computer, but I don't own I don't own a uh, television. You know, like everybody has these big screen TV. My dear brother, you know, a couple of years ago bought this eighty inch big screen TV, <laughs> and uh, um, but anyway, so I'm sorry. What was the question again about? What's your favorite movie? Movie. Um, a movie that most people would ne- have never heard is called Brother, Son, Sister Moon. An Italian director did it, Franco Zeffrelli, who did the original Romeo and Juliet. And this is the story of Francis of Assisi. So uh, for some reason, I just had this, uh, and I've always been, uh, um, I said, had this affiliation and association with uh, Assisi. So, and I've been to Assisi before in Italy. So uh, yeah, Brother, Son, Sister Moon, it's all, it's, a, it's just a delightfully charming movie uh of his journey um sure no that's great that you get very unique i haven't had that answer yet so most people have never if, heard of the movie. it was like 30 40 years ago so right but great 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 film it's very good you know well great. i mean you know i'm an 80s kid most people don't know what i'm even talking about most of the time when i'm yeah. referring to those so right. if you could go back in time and give your younger self one piece of advice what would that be have no fear um we humans are a result of the information we've taken in. And that's why I talk about MEM, the education part. Um, when I first got in real estate investing, I knew more than the average bear because I had, you know, 10 plus years of real estate sales and brokerage. Um, and I, if I didn't mention this from a credibility perspective, um, I got licensed in 91. And I think it was by 96, 97, I was in the top 1% of agents in the country. So I, I had I hired great coaches that taught me, gave me the education and saved me a ton of time. And, uh, you know, I was, I was just making a lot of money and it was fun. It was fun. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Jason, like I said, this was a great conversation. Is there a question or concept you wish we would have covered here today? Um, it's such a broad topic. There's so much to cover. It's got in our half hour. So we can get again. And thank you, Jack, for uh, having me on today. Um, uh, no, I just, like I said, I, I, when I talked about the MEM formula, get the education, find the money. Matter of fact, Amy Majuri, I'm sure you probably have, have you had Amy on your podcast? Uh, might have. I'm sorry to say Amy. that I, I don't recall. <laughs> okay. Do you have any introductions that you'd like me to make? Because I, I know a few people. I love connecting. I love, I just love people. So uh, Amy, um, uh, I've actually had two people, Dave Dubow, and he's up in Canada, and Amy Majuri. Um, who are two experts in private money and raising capital for your real estate investing. So, you know, come on, if you, you know, I have amazing uh, 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 amount of great education uh, from these incredible speakers that I've uh, corralled to be on the summit. So uh, um, two of them specialize in money factors. So, yeah, there you go. REIMarketingSuccess.com. Sign up for the summit and take advantage of what Jason is offering there. And uh, Jason, this was great. I appreciate your time and you're welcome back. I hope you'll uh, take me up on that invite. Uh, my pleasure. Like I said, anything I, we're all here to serve. We're all here to, shall we say, you'll say you scratch each other's back. 
Um, thank you for you know letting me come on and, and share some knowledge. Um, so if it's easier, if you don't make the mistakes I made, if you don't make the mistakes that other people in history of the summit, there's this, this this plethora of information that you can get from these experts that are going to be speaking on the summit. Once again, it's free, the 18th, 19th, and 20th, reimarketingsuccess.com. Um, spend some time with us those days. They will be recorded. It will still be free to, you know, to see the recordings until Sunday at midnight after the summit. Um, and then there's also an upsell in there for the VIP. It's just a little bit of money to get the lifetime access to the summit. So if you can't make it, we're starting at 8 a.m. Pacific time each day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. Um, so if you can't make it because you, you're doing the job, whatever the case may be, just click in. You still have to register. You'll be have free access to all the uh, recordings through Sunday midnight. And then I said, if you want to, and of course, my suggestion is, unless you have a photographic memory, um, you need to take in the information more than once. So you get a lifetime access to the recordings is, is worth the investment, which is minor. Well, thank you again, Jason. It was great chatting with you. Thank you for your time today. Thanks so much, Jeff. And for everybody out there, be fearless, do it right, do the right things, and um, you can make a lot of money and have a lot of fun, travel the world, live at the beach, whatever you want to do, help make your dreams come true because they did for me. And if I can do it, anybody can. So uh, thank you for having me spend some time. If you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing, If so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.